Hey guys, and welcome back to the Rose Room, where we have unfiltered discussions about shows, games, random topics, and more. Now, I do have to apologize because we've been having technical difficulties the last couple of days, so we have not been able to keep on schedule with the mental health awareness week that we were doing. However, because it is May, and it is Mental Health Awareness Month, we are continuing on by cramming that information into future episodes, so look for extra days with having three instead of two in each segment. Now, today we have two, and that is ADHD and... Bipolar. Now with me, I have Juice from Juice's Random Vlogs. What's How up, are you guys? doing today? I'm doing alright. That is good. Now, are you... A little prepared? annoyed. This tech issue just keeps... Happening. Being all <laughs> fucking weird. But hey, you know, what can we do but go with the flaw? Take four. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, ADHD. ADHD is a highly genetic brain-based syndrome that has to do with um, the regulation of a certain set of brain functions and behaviors related to them. And that's just the basic definition of ADHD. I mean, you can only give a definition to something so much so it doesn't fully describe a person's pain when it comes to having this. But um, how about... Bipolar. What exactly is um, bipolar syndrome? Bipolar is also known as a manic depressive illness. Um, what it does is it's a disorder in the brain that causes changes in your mood, your energy levels, your activity levels, uh, just the ability to even carry out a simple daily task. Like, you usually go running throughout your day, right? Mm, yeah, true. Sometimes people can't even get to do that because they just, it's not one of those things where, nah, man, I don't feel up to it. They legit just don't don't end up doing it at all. Um, There are also four types, and it's kind of funny, but the, like, the last one has nothing to do with the other three. And it's just not listed. So I don't even (laughs) think that anyone knows what the fourth one is, but the, uh, you know, you get moods that range from periods of extremely up and energized behavior those are what you call manic episodes Um, and then you have your down episodes making you feel like you're hopeless and those are also known as depressive episodes now you have a third one which is a little less severe and those are called (laughs) hypomanic episodes but like it's just crazy to think that you can have, like, three different things coinciding with each other for the same illness. Yeah, a lot of mental illnesses so far seem to be having different types of every single one. Like, if our previous episodes with depression and anxiety, those had multiple types of each, multiple types of depression, and multiple types of anxiety. Now, ADHD has about two types, two or three types, and then, as you said, you have three to four types. Yeah. So, it's it's shocking to see that there's so many different degrees of mental illness, just in general. But, with each of our subjects, we're going to wind up stating at least three 
um, it, pieces of information at a time. So three facts each. So I'm going to start off if you don't mind. No, go ahead. Now with ADHD, it's about like 5% of adults in the world um, have ADHD. And now that's 11 million people in the U.S. alone. That's 5% of adults inside the U.S. It's 11 million people. Okay. So ADHD is a big thing. A big thing yeah. for people. And it's not something that, like, I've been hearing lately, is that the government just created so they can make money off of us. That's ridiculous because there's people going through it. Why would you come and say it's something that's fake when there's people going through it on a daily basis? It's not, like, something that they just came up they're, with. They're those type of people, oh, you look fine, there's nothing wrong with you. Yeah, and just underneath, you're just screaming yelling out. Okay, so when I go do some stupid shit, don't blame it on anything else. Yep, it's just straight me making choices. No <laughs> mental mental issues like they've been saying now for those school um, and shooters. They, yeah, and we <laughs> did mention this before. You know, they want to blame it on something, but they don't want to take care of it. Yep, we want to blame it on mental illness. Do something about it. But um, the bad thing about ADHD is not only in adults; it's also found inside children as well. And it's what, um, and these children and these adults, they both share the fact that if they have ADHD, most of the time, those people usually have depression or anxiety along with it because ADHD isn't, um, it isn't an illness that comes alone. It's usually an illness that goes with something else. And most of those are other mental illnesses. So... <clears throat> it's difficult to understand that they, children can have this. Yeah. And it's hard to actually just want to believe it because you never want children to have anything that can Listen, be the kids have enough energy and the simple fact that you can have two sides of ADHD. Uh, we talked about it separately, but... Um, we're going to talk about that in a little bit. Yeah, we're also going to get into that a little bit more, but... You know, you have kids where they're, they have the energy and then it just adds on to it because of the ADHD. And then you have kids with energy and they're just kind of like calm. Yeah, which then coincides with the next, the last fact, uh, which is not every case of ADHD is the same. So it affects every person differently and every type of, or any of the types of ADHD also aren't similar, but are at the same time, but it's not the exact same, so you can't treat every one of them the exact same, it's like every other mental health illness, you can't treat every kind of that specific mental health illness the exact same, right, so that's my three, how about you? Well, what I can get into is to let you guys know a little bit more about bipolar and the Three that I actually do have some information on, because like I said, the fourth one, they don't even have, like, anything for that, mm -hmm. as far as I can find. If you guys are better at Google than me, feel free to do your own research, but what I found is that the first bipolar disorder is defined by manic episodes, and those typically last seven days. Now, it's kind of weird to have an illness that has, like, a time on it. Because yeah. the other, like, you know, you get 
manic symptoms that are so severe that the person ends up needing to go to the hospital for that. And then you have depressive episodes that occur with it, and that typically lasts two weeks. So you can have manic episodes for a week, but you can still have those depressive episodes for two weeks. That's just time consuming. Three weeks of feeling like that. Um, And then you have the second type of bipolar, which is a pattern of depressive episodes, which is your lows, you know, your down periods. um, And then you have your less severe uh, episodes, which are also called hypomanic episodes. Um, And I couldn't find too much about hypomanic episodes, but apparently they're not as bad as the other ones. Um, And then you have the third category, which is actually, like, it actually has its own name. It's just not like bipolar 3 or anything like that. Cyclothymia are numerous periods of depressive symptoms that can last two years. Jesus, two years. (laughs) That's a big jump. I can see why they actually gave this one an official name rather than just like, oh yeah, bipolar three. You can have that shit for like two years. No, just two years is extreme. (laughs) Could you at least give it a name so I can feel a tad bit better about this situation? (laughs) Give me a bright side to this, please. Call Cisco. Where's Cisco when you need him? (laughs) No, okay. (laughs) <clears throat> Those are your three facts, am I right? Yeah. Now, since I'm going to be following your suit, I'm going to be stating the different kinds of... Oh, excuse me. Ooh, ADHD. That's what happens when you burp and try to speak at the same time. <laughs> okay, now, with um, ADHD, you have hyperactive or impulsive ADHD. And then you have in, uh, inattentive ADHD. Now, they all have something different, of course. So I'm going to start off from the hyperactive standpoint and just go on from there. Now, for a hyperactive, the symptoms of that are um, fidgeting, uh, trouble staying in one place, uh, excessive running, trouble playing quietly, always active, and excessive talking. Um, And then for impulsive ADHD, it's more squirming, it's um, more waiting their turn. They once again they climb a lot. They run. They trouble. That's something that both have in common is that they play a lot. They talk excessively. They um, interrupt people. They blurt out answers. Stuff like that is something that uh, hyperactive and impulsive share. But the difference between the two is. The way that they fidget, or one's fidgeting, one's squirming, the other one stays in place, and uh, has trouble staying in place, and the one likes waiting his turn, you know, stuff like that. For inattentive, it's they uh, make more careless mistakes. They are easily distracted. They have difficulty following instructions. They don't seem to listen when you pinpoint them and talk to them, sing them out, that type of thing. Uh, they are bad at organization, they don't like stress over long periods of time, and they always forget things. So, it's difficult for each one of these because you can't treat them all the same as you can tell by the symptoms of each. They're all different. I mean, yeah, the uh, hyperactive impulsive is similar, but it's still different. We'd love to have a one 
one like step cure all for yeah. <laughs> every mental illness. But unfortunately, we're not so lucky to have that. Now, then I, again, that's as far as we know. Uh, yes, definitely as far as we know. As far as we know, there's no cure for absolutely anything. Yeah, at this point, definitely. Then that's the sad part. Um, but for the next three, how about you take that away? Well, the last thing that I found was a few celebrities that actually have bipolar. Oh. Um, and now one legit kept it on the low because she didn't speak about it until last month. And that first person happens to be Mariah Carey. Oh. The queen diva. wouldn't have known, but then, you know, we only see what she portrays, you know, on stage and stuff like that, so you don't ever get to see these things too in depth from I mean, someone. Lately, that, that breakdown that she had on stage kind of showed a slight glimpse into it. So, I mean, it's not, you can't fully understand from that, but yeah. that, that was a glimpse to see how from what she normally is to how she flipped out then. Gives something to behold, basically. We, we <laughs> mentioned this celebrity before, too, uh, who also dealt with depression. Demi Lovato. Oh, bipolar. Yes. Yeah, Demi Lovato. Um, John Claude Van Damme has bipolar. Uh, He's a very good actor. Uh, Catherine Zeta-Jones has bipolar. You even got Russell Brand with bipolar. Now him, everybody can be like, oh, okay, I get that. That makes sense. (laughs) At the same time, just, uh, (laughs) ah. Got it. (laughs) Uh, Amy Winehouse, rest in peace, also had uh, bipolar. Uh, Kirk Cobain is someone that I'm pretty sure that we've mentioned in one of the episodes. Also. And this person, I would have never thought, but then again, that goes for just anyone, to be quite honest. Vincent Van Gogh had bipolar. Yep, explains why he cut off his own damn ear. Eccentric ass. Well, I mean, (laughs) it is a possibility. Who's to say that was the real reason why he did that to his ear? True, true, but it it could have helped severely into his decision. It probably didn't help having it, but, you know. (laughs) That's so bad. I can only imagine the pain. Uh, Or at least... He was. He oh, probably had uh, one of his low episodes, like very <laughs> low episodes, <laughs> super low. <laughs> well, um, I guess I'd finish it off then uh, with some generic. Yeah, that pretty much covers it for bipolar on my end. Well, basically, I'm just gonna guess read off mine. Well, some people with ADHD are um, they're surprisingly calm. Uh, it can be diagnosed as early as three, so that's something that parents can look forward to. That's really good. Um, and like most mental health issues, people with ADHD don't get the help that they need. We've stated that. That's the same thing for anxiety and depression in the last two uh, episodes that we made. Now, you kind of need to have extra care and patience with people who have ADHD because they are slightly different, of course. Yeah. Because they can't control themselves as much as other people. So do try to take it slow and not try to compare them to somebody who doesn't have any issues. That's one thing you really don't want to do because that can cause complexes within people who have 
these specific problems? Well, I mean, you know, if you feel some type of way, like, the first step, especially if you're one of those people that actually want to help yourself get better because you don't understand what's going on with you, always talk to your doctor first. If the doctor can't do anything, you can just talk to him about possibly getting a referral to see a therapist, and then from there you keep working forward, and you might also get, uh, well, before you even see a therapist or a psychologist, you're going to end up getting an evaluation to pinpoint exactly what you have, so that way said therapist and psychiatrist can not only help you, but proceed with like some sort of uh, program to work with you to help manage your yeah, symptoms. Now, it's kind of funny because you would think, well, a therapist, why can't a therapist do the same thing as a psychologist? They're both the same. They both know psychology, but the only difference is the therapist can't prescribe medication. medication. Only a psychiatrist can. You need to go to extra schooling for one, or extra... So, you know, and, but there's also different different types of psychology, too. So, while they both may know similar things, one has a little bit more knowledge of it, and therefore they're able to give prescriptions for medication that you absolutely need. And a therapist is more of the type to help you, help talk to you, maybe set you up in a group if you want more of a social setting. Um, and, you know, there's always different ways to work around it. They can help you meditate or figure out a way to, like, calm yourself depending on what you actually do have. Mm -hmm. But all in all, whatever you do, if you're the type to get help, always seek it if you feel like you're just not you and you actually do want to get better. True, and there's a good thing about that too. Um, if you have kids or if you yourself just found out that you have it, take care of it as early as possible because um, ADHD can improve as time goes on. Usually it's when kids grow older, they can grow out of it. For uh, adults, they can learn how to manage it to the point where it doesn't affect them literally at all. So it helps, the, uh, it really does help to go get help early as hell. Early as hell. I mean, like, mm. the first time you find out, try getting help and start from there. Do everything you possibly can. If you have to get charity care from the hospital, get charity care. If you have to go and get welfare help, get welfare help. Just as long as you get your mental health in check, that's all that really matters because peace of mind is the start of a good life. So And, make and, and being that there is no cure, the only thing that you can do at this point is just to get help to manage it. Yep, make sure you have to do everything you have to peace of mind. Get that peace of mind. That's all you need to do. That's the key to life, having peace of mind. But um, this is going to be a short episode. We're going to be trying doing uh, more topics for the next couple of episodes so that way we can cover for the days that we missed. Once again, we do apologize for that. And we hope you guys continue to stay tuned to get more information to help people out that have mental health issues. And remember, we're going on for the so-called week, so seven days. It has been three episodes, which counts as three days for us, and we have four more left. Please stay tuned for that for the rest of May. And I guess we'll catch you later. So, love and peace, everybody. Catch you on the flip side.